Thank you for joining me for another episode of my story, Living with Lupus Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Sunday, October 30th, 2022. We all know that this podcast talks about chronic illness. And I could not allow myself to let this month go by without talking about breast cancer awareness for African American women. Did you know that African American women have a 31% breast cancer mortality rate, the highest of any U.S. racial or ethnic group. Among women younger than 45, breast cancer incidence is higher among African American women than white women. Younger women in general and younger African American women in particular are more likely to present with the subtype of the disease, a subtype that is both more aggressive and associated with a higher mortality rate. On today's podcast, we will be doing a remix of Tasha Brown. Yes, she is a breast cancer survivor and activist. So you know what I want you to do. I want you to grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and to my listeners late at night, go ahead and grab your favorite glass of wine and listen to Tasha Brown's story of breast cancer. I'm so glad to have Tasha Brown with us today on My Story Living with Lupus. She's here to tell her story, a survivor's story of living with breast cancer. How are you today, Tasha? I am good. How are y'all today? I'm so glad that you are able and took the time out to join me today. Yes, I'm so I'm so excited. I, I'm loving it. I've been, I'm loving to speak to people and help people and give them awareness about breast cancer. Yes. Tasha, I want to ask you a few questions. When mm-hmm. when were you diagnosed? Um, I was. And what age were you diagnosed with breast cancer? Okay, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in May of last year, and I was um, 45. Yes, what, last year. What stage were you diagnosed with? I believe I was, I found out after they did all the tests, I was um, stage three aggressive breast cancer. Now. Yes, stage three. How, um, go ahead. 
um, stage three is an affirmed breast cancer is um, is almost close to four, and it's um, it was critical for me to catch it before it spread. Yes. Mm-hmm. How how was the cancer initially detected? Okay, what I had what happened was I had my breast swollen up. I went to the hospital initially. And believe it or not, they told me I had an infection. Um, but me being who I am, I began to pray and say, let me check more into it. And I called this this doctor office, and her name was Dr. B. And she, um, they got me in really, really quick. And as soon as she seen me, she said, you have breast cancer. She said, now we just need to take testing to find out what stage of breast cancer it was. So she worked really quick. She didn't waste no time. Yes. How did you feel when you when you initially received that news that you had breast cancer? A funny thing is, some people will cry or you know scream and um, everything. When she told me, me and my husband looked at each other and um, we didn't say too much. Um, I got in the car and I said. And I have to be honest, I said, I'm not going to blame God. I'm not going to question God, but I believe in my healing. And that's how I left it. And my mind, my body, and my soul kept on believing that I will get through this. So I didn't um, cry. I didn't break down. I just began to hold on to my face. Really did. I held on to my face. So... Tell us, tell us about your treatment process. Um, when we when we started the chemo, because they started chemo first, um, the chemo was very rough because they said the medicine that they give you, me being the age of forty five, it attacked your your bones. So therefore, with the chemo, it was rough. I couldn't get out the bed. Um, I couldn't move. I didn't lose my hair. Um, but chemo was really, really rough. When I say um, with you feeling like it made you feel, it made me feel like I was either in my 70s or my 80s. I couldn't function. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do nothing I wanted to do. So I was really almost dead down most of the time. And um, it was it was really, really rough, but it, it was worth it because I started the the chemo, and a week later, my breath started going down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I'm going to say this because I watch you on Instagram, and when I look at you, sometimes I'm going through... A bad ride and I look at your smile and that gives me energy to get on up and do what I have to do I have I have to give that to you and that you you're a woman of faith but I had to let you know that when I'm down you lift me up you encourage me to keep moving on, to keep pushing on. Now, 
Were there any programs or services offered to you? Um, this is the thing where I say that everything that was a blessing to me is when I went to Dr. D, because um, we're going to do some things together, me and my first doctor, um, the, her, 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 her office made sure that that my my rating, I mean, I'm my chemo doctor made sure um, that I, I was hooked up to the right places. So Northside Hospital actually gave 100% insurance uh, where they paid for everything from it. And it, it was a, it, I say it was a blessing, it was because um, keeping, and after I did the chemo, they removed my, my left breast. And then I had to do radiology for 29 days. So that was very costly. My husband had to drive me, and I, I lived 30 minutes away from where I had to get treatment from. So with that being said, it, it was, they made sure I had a shot. They made sure um, I had gas cards. They made sure I got there. And... And the reason why I say this, a lot of times I and look into it. A lot of times people give up because they don't have the help. So now my 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 key is to help people understand it is help out there for you. Um, no matter what you do, it's help out there for you. So I don't want nobody to ever think that they can't get help with um, breast cancer or any kind of sickness. Yes. Now, is there a family history of cancer? Okay, um, my aunt died of breast cancer, um, but she was my on my mom's side, and um, I don't know too much about my mom's side. She died of breast cancer. I did know that. Um, my grandmom that raised me on the dad side, she had breast cancer, but she ended up getting healed from breast cancer. So when this came up, it was kind of a shock to me. But I do, I do know this. When I was younger, at the age of fourteen, I had a Baker cyst taken out. At the age of twenty-one, I had a cyst taken out of that same breast. And later on, I ended up getting breast cancer. But it is a, a genetic test that I am some people to take because they can tell you ahead of time. They can tell you ahead of time. It's a new test. They can tell you um, if breast cancer is in your body, um, um, what kind of cells that go on in your body. So I am telling people about the genetic testing. It is a good test. And I still took it afterwards, after they removed my breast, to make sure that I didn't have um, the, um, the cell that, that carried on to my children. Now... Um, African Americans have the highest death rate and shortest survival of any racial and ethnic group in the U.S. for most cancers. What is it that you would tell women of color what is the one thing you would tell women of color to do each and every year? I would tell them each and every year, no matter what it takes, 
to go get the mammogram um, and fight for it because African American, I just out from my chemo doctor, African American women is the top weight that pass away from breast cancer. And a lot of people don't know that. Um, I found out from her. And she began to tell me that a lot of times they leave because of the assurance or the cost of it. But it is it is free to get a mammogram in certain places. I always post it, especially in October, because October is Breast Cancer Awareness. They have a lot of trucks and they have a lot of clinics. So for women... And African American women, please go get checked. It's because I I really want African American women to know that we have a voice, and we need to live to help somebody else. Yes. And this is why I'm fighting for. This is why I'm telling women, no matter what, there's help out there for you. And this is why I say to people that are fighting it, that want to give up, call me. I will speak life into you. So my main thing to tell people is please go get a mammogram every year. If you feel funny in your breast or in your body, just go get checked because you don't know what's going on. And in these days, there's so much going on. And sometimes people um, combine us with all the things that we're going through and we forget to go get checked. But I'm asking them to please go get checked because it's critical for them to get checked because it is a lot of them passing away from breast cancer. Yes, it is. Because I even read about the girl where people don't know she was African-American. She was 17, and she passed away with breast cancer. And from them not taking to the doctor thinking it was not nothing, she ended up having breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, now, you know that um not only women get breast cancer so do men and yes, they do. it's important for men too to be checked because my ex next door neighbor um died from breast cancer and i would go over to his house every day and repack where they had taken out the breast tissue. I would repack that area for him because he told me that he could not stand to see it open. So it's important for men to to get checked. Tasha, Besides your family, what other support network did you have or what was offered to you? Um, they had um, group, um, group, um, a group thing for women and, um, for, to, you know, just to talk. Um, it's, it's breast cancer awareness groups um, they had in Canton and um, different places of Atlanta. I did not um, do it. I end up um, holding more onto, and I have to be very honest, onto my face. Um, people on, you know, my Instagram, other ones, cancer, we kind of, you know, write into each other. Um, so that's how I, I, I 
my my um breast cancer. Um and I did a lot of I did a lot of planning, a lot of studying and um learning about it. Um so I didn't get a chance to do too many groups um this time, but they do have groups to help you. It's a group called Sister Sister for Cancer. Um they said that's a very good group. Um the can uh, the cancer aware group is a one eight hundred number. Um that's but in that, um, truthfully, I really did lean more on me and my husband and my children. And I just pretty much prayed myself through because it, it actually went quicker than it thought it was supposed to went. So um, that really quick. That's, that's the only thing I can say. Where could my listening audience get in contact with you on social media. Um, I have a page called Beautifully Chosen by Tasha um, Lamb, and then I have it also on Facebook, Beautifully Chosen by Tasha on Facebook. And I know a lot of times people say why I say Beautifully Chosen. The reason why I put Beautifully Chosen by Tasha Somebody else can put their own name on it um, because I want people to know that you're beautiful no matter what you go through, um, no matter what you lose or no matter sickness you're going through. You are beautiful, you are chosen, and you have a purpose. So they can get in touch with me anytime they need to. Mm-hmm. And do you have any last motivational words for the audience who are going through with cancer, and not yes, only cancer, I, breast cancer. Yes. I do want to say this to the women that's going through breast cancer, and I say this all the time. No matter how hard it gets, know that this is your purpose and that you can survive through it. And every time you look at yourself in the mirror, look and speak to yourself no, you are beautiful. You are somebody. You are going to make it. You are going to survive. And this is just a testimony that you got to go through. And to be uplifted, no matter when you look down and see your scar, you know you have made it because you can breathe. You can wake up. You can walk. You can kiss your kids. You can see your friends. So I really, truly want them to be encouraged. And I do know it is hard when they look and they only have one breast or they got both breasts that's taken off or they're going through treatments and they can't walk or they're going through treatments and they feel like they can't make it or they, their hair is not the same. You are beautiful. You are unique. I need you to hold your head up and understand that there's people here that can help you, motivate you, to let you know that you got this thing, you're beautiful, you're successful, you got your destiny is coming and I truly just want them to know that I love you and I understand what you're going through that's pretty much it well Tasha Brown thank you so much for joining me on my story living with lupus it has been motivational it has been informative and I thank you so very much Tasha
Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you be encouraged. And I love to look at everything you're doing. And I just tell you, you motivate me as well. So you keep going. And I encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing because you're a blessing and you're helping a lot of people. Thank you so much, Tasha. Thank you. Hi, this is Beautiful Chosen. I'm Natasha. Um, I just want to speak to the people that's been supporting my page, um, that's been looking at my page. I want to say this to you. Um, I know to some people, breast cancer don't mean a thing. And they think that everybody's getting breast cancer. But my thing is this, you can event yourself from going through a whole lot if you get your genetics test. Not only that, African-American women, we are dying quicker due to the fact that the studies is not great with us. Metastatic breast cancer has overcame a lot this, this few years. Um, and the reason why I speak about it is because I don't say too much. My faith is yes, it's up. But people don't understand when you get that headache or you get that backache or you start feeling like you used to when you found out you had metastatic breast cancer. It is really, really hard not to think back, oh, my God, I might have it again. Um, I'm going on the 31st. I got to get a whole body scan. And uh, when I went to the doctor, they was like, everything's good. You look good. But then when the lady called me for the test, she said, we need to do the test stat. Me knowing what that means is because of the fact that when I had brain cancer, um, when it went to my brain, um, they meant they had to do it quick to make sure ain't nothing wrong or ain't nothing there. So it got me a little bit nervous. But nevertheless, I still pick myself up and I'm still using myself as a testimony or advocate to make sure no women will go through breast cancer. You do not know the battles. You don't know the battles of taking 15 types of medicine. You don't know the battles of um, taking steroids where it blew your body up so bad. You don't know the struggle when... You look at your arm and you got lymphedema and one arm is bigger than the other. You don't know that. You don't know when you look in that mirror, you're not the same person. I got diagnosed 2018. My body is still not the same. Then I got it again at 2021. My body is still not the same. My eyebrows hasn't grown in. My, my hair sometimes can't grow in because of, I'm still on chemo medicine to make sure it don't come back. But this is the thing. It has not been a lot of studies on African-American people taking this medicine. So guess what? I, it might work for me and it might not work for me. But my faith been up. Let me say this. When I say I had a few good men that helped me, it was a few people. My family... They was good, some of them, but they didn't, they don't, they didn't pick up that phone and say, are you okay? What is going on? If I had one, one call or two calls from my family members, my uncles or somebody like that, it could have made me go even stronger. But the ones I did have when I had the first one brought me through. Even my daughter that was pregnant, 
it brought me through. My little girl, she's in, nobody didn't call. She was in um, middle school. And she had to ride all of that by herself, you know? So a lot of things people don't know. They don't know financially it took us out completely. But what I'm saying to you is now, I do this so nobody else won't have to go through this. Breast cancer is stage four. It could travel anywhere in my body, but yes, I thank God it didn't. Is my memory the same? No. Do I have trouble sometimes talking and slurring? Yes, because they mess with my brain. Now I have seizures. You know, I have, yes, it's true. I have seven brothers and sisters. Um, maybe one called more than up the other. The other ones really didn't call, but I don't hold nothing against them. I still love them. Um, but this race was hard for me and it's still hard for me because every time I got to get under that machine, I have to wait for them to call me back and say, you're okay. And it could be where they say, I'm not okay. So my heart, my strength lies on God, my companion, my, my children. And sometimes I don't put it on my children because I don't want them to worry. But I'm, sometimes you do break because this is hard. I have to go through this every six months. And that worry come to me is, I'm okay. Is everything okay? Yesterday I was rushed to a place because my lymphedema had did something crazy where my arm blew up. My arm was inflamed and I got there and they wrapped me. And they say, I'm glad you came. They put me back on steroids again and um, medication. So what I say to you is hard. Now, I do say when I had NBC, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, Crystal and Reggie, I have to talk about this. These two people flew from New, from New Jersey. They was not able to see me when I got the surgery because I was in ICU, but they called me and said, we standing outside the hospital. That meant a lot to me. That meant so much to me. My children originally told me they couldn't come. My two daughters, Kenya and Tamara. But when I opened the door, the day before I got the Gabba knife, they were standing at the door. They have drove, my daughter drove all the way there by herself with, with her sister in a car, but she the one who was driving. And it was amazing to me. And I knew that they wanted to make sure their mom is okay. And when they told them they could see their mom, I could see their face, how happy they was I woke up and I was still here. Breast cancer is not just a word. It is an action. It is kill, uh, a kill, a silent killer. And I just want people to know this. I don't want nobody to go through nothing my children went through. So what I'm saying to you, it is a genetics test that can tell you way ahead of time and it can help you before it's too late. You be blessed. This episode of My Story Living with Lupus is brought to you by...
the Charlie E. and Minnie P. Hendricks Foundation for Chronic Illness Awareness, giving hope and empowering those who suffer with chronic illness. See one, reach one, educate one to empower the masses. You can contact the foundation at 313 313- Three zero three nine two one seven, or visit their website at https colon forward slash forward slash cemph foundation dot com. This is a five hundred one c three organization. No one should live in lack. All contributions are tax deductible. If you know a loved one who has a chronic illness and you want to support them, I got a way for you to do it. Go on over to my store at tpublic.com. That's right. My story, Living With Lupus, has a store at tpublic.com. There is a variety of chronic illness t-shirts along with other t-shirts that you could help support a loved one. That's right, so go on over to my store at tpublic.com. The link will be in the information section of this podcast. Most breast cancers are diagnosed after age 50. Genetic mutations, inherited changes to certain genes such as BRCA1 and BRCA2. Women who have inherited these genetic changes are at higher risk of breast cancer and ovarian cancer. Reproductive history, early menstrual periods before age 12, and starting menopause after age 55 exposes women to hormones longer, raising their risk of getting breast cancer and having dense breasts. You see, you beat breast cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. Don't let breast cancer take away 
the motivation to achieve your dreams. Ladies, get checked out, especially my African-American sisters. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living with Lupus. Have a blessed day.